Where you got the yams? 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 Hey. Hey guys. Good evening. Happy Friday to you. Right. Uh welcome to the Yams. Episode sixteen, guys. Episode sixteen in the building. We are moving right along. Right, right. Um, it is your girl, Shell Bells. And it's AC in the building. So we have um, two young ladies with us this evening. Um, you want to introduce yourselves? Or you want us to? I'm Sierra Turner. I'm Tia Torres. And we are going to, to chat with these young ladies a little bit later about, you know, what they do and, uh, you know, how they're trying to change the world, basically. So, but I think it would be appropriate if we started with our... Icebreaker. <laughs> 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 One day we're gonna get them effects together. I and I'm probably lying right now. I was gonna say I hope y'all not holding your breath on that no, one. Because it's probably not gonna. That's what we do, Sierra. We <laughs> <laughs> we're supposed to have our effects together, but we don't. We don't. And so there's that. <laughs> um. So yeah, let's jump into it. All we right. didn't have anything like special so we're just going to sit and ask you know some some fun questions and see what happens so um all right I'll go first yeah because you know I'm not ready <laughs> never never <laughs> ever in life but go ahead all right y'all so the first question I have is if you had a time machine that will work only once what point in the future or in history would you visit and why Oh, it just got dead. Silent. It got quiet real fast. Wow. Anybody can go. Whoever wants to answer first. Do you want me to answer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This one's hard because I always said that I should be like an 80s activist or like a 90s video dancer. Word. So, fly girl. Right. Yes. Fly girl. Yes. Right. Um, yes. <laughs> But I think like 1985 is a sweet spot. So I would probably okay. go in there. Still an April baby. Um, April baby's in the <laughs> house. I'll keep my same birthday, but just change the date to 85. Okay. okay. So I'm going to say probably the 70s because the fashion was fly. It was. And that'll probably been like in the Black Panther or something. Mm-hmm. And... I just want to wear like a fro and just be cute and dance and wear clogs and all that stuff. It, it just seemed like a soldier. Yeah, it just seemed like a super fly decade and it just seemed fun. So that would be me, 70s. I think, well, see, my answer was basic compared to y'all. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shoot, now nah, I got to rethink. Okay, y'all, listen. So we're going to try this thing out again. Remember a couple episodes ago, we, uh, didn't cuss. I think we made it the whole episode. I'm not making any promises on this one because clearly I just slipped. Um, we didn't pray. That's the thing. See, that's what it is. We left Jesus out of it. You're right. We let the devil intervene. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus cussed. <laughs> I'm pretty sure of it. You know he was on that cross he telling people. To. Listen, oh, he was flipping tables. Exactly. He flipped the tables. I'm sure Jesus he cussed when he did not it. Saint. <laughs> Plus, we have a minor in the building. And just as a disclaimer, she is not drinking wine with us. She's not. Sierra has good old Minute Maid. We do not promote underage drinking. Not up in here. Not up in here. Okay? Just wanted to point that out. Um, so, to Sierra's mom, she's not She's not actually drinking. Okay? She's not. Um, <laughs> word to Miss Kathy. Uh, so, 
What was I going to say? Oh, my answer. That's what we were talking about. Uh, just for me personally, I would go back and do my college years again. And But you really got me with that fly girl answer. Because mm-hmm. I always said that I feel like I was born to be in the uh, New Jack Swing era. Like, I needed... That was a dope time. You know what I mean? Just in somebody's time. house party, just tearing it up. Lit. Tearing it Top up. Right. Sweaty and everything. Mm-hmm. With a whole jogging suit on. With a sports bra. <laughs> Killing it. But, yeah. Miss Sierra, what about you? Um, I'm still a little young. I probably <laughs> wouldn't want to go back to, like, the 70s. Or the 70s <laughs> might have been lit. Um, I think... I'm probably gonna go back to. Anytime in history, like mm-hmm. any last like week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anytime. That's where you want to go. Anytime. Yep. Anytime. Shout out to Sierra for this bracelet. It says, I am black excellence. Uh, Love oh, it. I didn't say that. That's cute. I need one of those I in the world. I think that I want to go back to like the beginning of the school year because my okay. 11th grade year was like. Bad. Yeah. Pretty bad. I kind of gave up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I dug a little deep hole for myself. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That's fair. That is fair. Stay on track, girl. Uh, is it my turn? Or you want to ask both of yours? All right, I'll answer them. Okay. Which bad habits of other people drive you crazy? So I'm going to say I hate the sound of people drinking. Okay. <laughs> I hate it. Well, mainly, like, if I'm on the phone with you and I hear you drinking, I'm going to cut you out. cause a problem. I hate it. Yeah. Um, I hate hearing people eat. Like, and it's it's terrible all the way around because I hate when people smack and, like, chew with their oh mouth open. Gosh. But I also hate when people try to chew with their mouth closed and you can still <laughs> hear them chew. Oh, my God. Just throw the whole human away. I can't do it. Um, so, it's... That and then a close second is hearing people breathe. Uh, like I, yeah. something about it. And so if somebody's yeah. breathing real heavy while they're eating, it's a it's a huge yeah. problem. It's a big problem. <laughs> I think mine was definitely hearing people eat, but it's when they know you hate it, so they do it. They do it on, on purpose. purpose. Uh, I'm like, Ugh, yeah. That gets to be oh so my much. god! Like the what is it ASMR? Those videos where people are like. When they're biting stuff like in the microphone? sound therapy or whatever. Yeah, I don't like that. That lady be biting pickles and stuff in the microphone. Sweet savior. I, I can't do it. I can't do it. Mine, <laughs> uh, this is really weird, but I have like hate when people split, split poles. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm yeah. One, I'm one of those people. Yeah. Like, it's not like a superstitious I'm like thing. Back around, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, mm-mm, mm-mm. No, no. Yeah. Come back. Because you're not yeah. putting that on me. Knock on the pole or Stepping something. Stepping on the cracks. Like, yeah. <laughs> not if you step on the crack, you break your mama's back. <laughs> oh, no. Your mom make you mad. You're stepping on that butt. Right. <laughs> when I go home, I'm going to punish me. Like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not bad rest. Um, boy. Um, okay, what I got? What I got? What is one movie that you can quote the most and how much of it oh. can you quote? Belly. Really? The whole entire movie. Really? Absolutely. Huh. The whole movie. Okay. Belly and Sandlot. Oh, Sandlot. Okay. 
Like, I can be any character. Right. Just like <laughs> mom, dad, I feel you. anybody. I feel extra, you. Quincy, all like, of I'm in there. I feel you. Um, what about you, Sierra? Mine's got to be Friday. Friday, yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely. That's a good Definitely. Um, and I mean, we all know what I'm about to say. Uh, Cooklin, because <laughs> that's another one. Like it's bad. Yeah, I'm literally one. not allowed to watch that movie with anybody else in the room mm-hmm. because then they get upset with me because I know all the words. Like, I know the music. I know the music cues. I know which <laughs> right. way they're going in the scene. Who's going to say what in the next three? Seconds. It's bad. It you know, is. Mouthing it in the corner. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, brown sugar too. I can get up there. For brown real? sugar. Yeah. Sound like I could do a good up. bit of brown sugar. Friday is another one for yeah, me, though. Yeah, definitely. I, I can't watch Friday with other people. <laughs> I know for me, definitely Belly, Sound like. Speaking That's of like, movies. Oh, right, like, like two listen, like, two I'm different extremes. I'm like fake hood sometimes. <laughs> belly and Sound But I'm corny. I love Sound like. I can rec- I recite the whole the entire whole movie. movie. The whole movie. That's real. Um, also, for those who have been listening... Just want to point out that I saw paid in full. <laughs> She's so late on the hood. Just want to point so that out. So late. Dang. So, so late on the hood. I movies. watched it. What was that? Two weeks ago? Yeah. That was two She's weeks so ago. So late on the hood movies. Yeah. BT so. All the time. I can, I can check that out. My, but you got to see it with the cussing. You know, BT uh, play, yeah, you know, they cut off stuff. I did. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. <laughs> Forget you, mother lover. <laughs> what? I'm pretty sure that's not what that's he said. That's not what he said, but okay. It wasn't even close. Oh, I do like this one, too. Okay, we're going to go back to this one. If someone made a movie about your life, would it be a drama, a comedy, a romantic comedy, an action film, or science fiction? At this point, comedy. (laughs) Ain't nothing romantic about my life. (laughs) I feel like mine would be one of them uh, terrible BET movies or like TV one that's supposed to be a drama but accidentally it's funny. Yeah, like it would be somewhere in there. Like you don't know any of the actors in the movie. You know, it'd be one of those. Mine would be a dramatic comedy because I always say my life is a joke. Like, how did I get here? (laughs) Yeah, you just gotta laugh at it. Yeah. Uh, not really like action but then comedy because there's like always oh, so much stuff going yeah. on and then it just like laugh it off yeah yeah, um, yeah. do we, do we want to do one more what do we think uh, okay. okay we'll do the if you were running for office what would your campaign slogan be I gotta think about that one I feel like I can't, I don't think I can pinpoint out anything specific. I do know it would be some sort of Cardi B lyric. That is what I know. <laughs> Something off of Big Head? Big yeah. Head is my jam. Yeah. <laughs> That's my jam. I feel like <laughs> it would come from the book of Big Head, chapter one, verse seven, somewhere in there. In fact, yeah. Why y'all? Why y'all thinking? I'm See, gonna I don't. I, I don't know. That's actually something I got to think about because I don't know. Think like Real Housewives of Atlanta. I don't watch that. <laughs> well, you only gotta watch the reunion. I don't That's watch that really either. I feel like you should at least. <laughs> All right, the I said what I said. That's you go. I said what I said. <laughs> what I said. 
That, you know what? That that's works. That's it. Yep. That works. Everything I said, I said what I said. Take it. I would go with Ride the Maverick, but that's already been taken, so we can't do that yeah. one. I don't want that one. Worth the Maxine Shaw. True. I don't know. I think it'll be like, y'all all trash. Y'all just all trash. So, ain't nothing but up from here. (laughs) That's real. (laughs) Yeah. That is real. Y'all all all trash. (laughs) Every one of you. I like that. (laughs) I don't know. That's a a hard one. Yeah. Hmm. But it'll be something like Hella Hill District. Because you know everybody from Hell got city from the hell. <laughs> so, oh my god, like, I noticed that. <laughs> yeah, like, Swear. Gotta, what? They do. <laughs> you gotta Swear. it. Like, I don't think anybody in the room asked for that information. <laughs> or they gotta bring up a Shimley memory or something. Oh, <laughs> swear. <laughs> everything they do. They really do. Man. Yeah, I know. I think I found my line, guys. You Googled it? Yeah, I'm going with, um, I can't because we just said we weren't going to curse. Okay. <laughs> so I'll tell you guys offline. Scratch our line. Right. <laughs> I'll tell you guys when we're done recording. I don't know. I feel like. That is a hard it question. That is a hard question. I feel like for Sierra, we're going to go with. Uh, I would just want the spotlight to be on me. That works. It does. Boom. Say it, say it one more time for the people. <laughs> Tell them what you said. Spotlight on me. Yep. Boom. Spotlight there on me. And there you That's have it. That's actually cute. That is cute. That's very cute. That is cute. Um, so, it. yeah. I guess that's it. We can we can wrap up this part of the show. Oh, sorry. You got an icebreaker. So corny. So corny. Instead of jumping into our usual shenanery, um, shenanery. Yeah, yeah. We are actually going to sit and chat with our guests for a while because we want to know about them. Uh, We want you to know about them, and we just want to talk about some things. So, so we wanted to, um, you know, highlight some young people who are out here doing big, big things in the community. Um, so that's why we asked Tia and Sierra to come on to just talk about what they're doing and why they started and the impact that they're making, you know, in school and in the community. Um, you know, sometimes people have negative things to say about the young people. You know, Tia, I always joke about 90s babies. They're coming for us. I mean, I always joke. But, you know, um, you know, they're out here doing like really, really good things. Mm -hmm. So we thought it would be a good idea to bring them on and just, you know, um, Give them some shine. So yeah. So let's let's start with let's start with Tia. Tia, tell us about tell us a little bit about yourself. What you do, uh, you know, what your goals are, that kind of thing. <laughs> I feel like I'm at a Thanksgiving. Right. Right. <laughs> um, that judgmental auntie to be right. asking uh-huh. me questions. When you get married? When, this, when <laughs> did you get married? my face. Okay. Um. So a little bit about myself. So I just turned 24 last month. So I'm still considered young. And uh, last year, co-founder an organization. It's a grassroots organization 
called Seven Wild Dreams, um, and we organize for education justice for black girls in films in Pittsburgh. And in itself, um, we have like all the jargon or whatever for um, philanthropists and all that other stuff, but basically we just fight for black girls' rights um, and people who identify as girls or films in Pittsburgh. And that could mean everything to talking bad to a teacher on behalf of a student, because you know it sounds different from an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, going to court for a student because they may not have like representation or things mm-hmm. like that. Also getting like legal aid for them too. Um, but also we meet weekly with girls in high schools um, to talk about their experience in school, to talk about push out, how black girls specifically are actually pushed out of school. Um, we just show up differently and show up for black girls 24-7. So um, in a nutshell, that's what we basically do. I like for me I'm just meeting you today so mm-hmm. what made you want to start this organization so uh, I was in another position where I got to work with high school kids mm-hmm. I always say I'm not mature enough for middle school they, <laughs> middle school's <laughs> on another level they are yes they really are <laughs> um, but the work that we were doing I remember feeling like we were showcasing kids a lot and not actually helping them and also um, asking them to leave their issues at home at the door. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of hard to do that if you want them to work, but they all, mm-hmm. you know, they just not them fully self. So mm-hmm. um, my co-founder, Sarah Brown, and I, we just added just, what does it look like just creating our own thing? Um, and at first it was like, what is this? Like, what are we doing? We quit our jobs and got a different job so we could do this freely and at first we're like this doesn't make sense but we had a captive group of girls already who was like listen we're gonna ride with y'all y'all need some can of corn or something <laughs> I was like literally I was like what and it's like yeah we with y'all so we named that seven part out of it and then the wild dreams is a nod to um, my ancestors wildest dreams mm-hmm. um, because they literally these girls are so amazing. We have more than seven now, um, but they create everything. Like, our space is co-constructed. And literally co-constructed, because a lot of people say, like, student-led and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. it's not. Um, so we don't have rules. We have, like, community agreements that everyone has to agree with how the space works. And then they co-create um, curriculum to okay. teach teachers how to teach black girls. Hmm. Um, they have, like, a whole training session for that. They have a podcast, too, that they're working on um, at the Children's Museum. <laughs> they are planning to present things at, like, presentations for conferences and stuff. Like, they're really hella dope. <laughs> like, um, they are always there for each other. So, like, if someone, we have, like, a check-in every day, too. So, like, one to ten, how's your day or whatever. And if someone's, like, really low, they champion each other. They're like, what what happened? Like, how can we do this? How can we organize against this? And a lot of them go to school together, too. So we say Pittsburgh Public Schools, but some of our students are from Whitland Hills, Rankin, and McKeesport. Okay. Um, but also Perry Obama, Shadyside Academy, things like that. Uh, but I went yeah. to Shadyside. You say you went to Shadyside? Mm-hmm. That's good. But yeah, we meet um, <clears throat> excuse me, Wednesdays and Fridays, and we have something called listening sessions, too, where we just invite a whole bunch of black girls and have girl talk about whatever. Um, just have, like, a safe space for kids. Because um, a lot of times adults, like, run those spaces. Mm-hmm. And we try to check mm-hmm. ourselves as much as possible and be like, all right, you're adulting way too much in this mm-hmm. space right now. 
Um, and I think my favorite part is the listener sessions because they kind of, well, they hurt a lot because you get mm-hmm. to hear some real stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they also figure out like alternative ways to fix those issues that us as adults wouldn't necessarily think of on the right. top of our mm-hmm. heads. So. That sounds amazing. Um, so where so you function out of these schools? Um, I guess what does an average day look like for your girls? <laughs> well, we actually so we actually got a space. Um, Ujama Collective is our fiscal sponsor. Okay. So we function out of the Hilda Strip, where the kids come across the city just meet us at three thirty, six thirty. Um, every day is completely different. Mm-hmm. Um. Some days we'll have like ten girls. Other days we'll have like fifteen, because they're always bringing someone, which is cool. I think it's definitely like an honor for them to trust someone to bring it to mm-hmm. our space, because like we just got a new girl Wednesday. Like she dove right in, telling her story, and I was like, "Dang, sis, I knew you for three minutes." <laughs> 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 um, but so I don't know. I think it depends on who's in the space, because they are hilarious. Like. They got mad at me Wednesday because I had to call them out for being late. Everybody got there mm. at 14 because mm. they want to meet up downtown, uh-huh. do whatever. They lie to try to say, like, oh, I had to pick up a book. What book you picking yeah. up downtown <laughs> for one? And why y'all got to pick up this book? Right. So I had to talk back to them a little bit, like, listen, like, respect my time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so they was like, dang, like, T is really, you know, not playing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then... We uh we like to play like icebreakers, so we went outside to play. I love my people who, um, play what? I love my people who. So everyone just stands in a circle. Someone's in the middle circle, and they say, "I love my people who." And if you identify with what they say, you have to try to like run across the other part of the circle. Mm. If not, you're stuck in the middle. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> and so I was late for something, and they were like, "Respect my time." <laughs> I was like, "All right, I hear you." Um, but the day looks like workshops, so we talk to them about, like, political education. We teach them their rights as much as possible, based upon, like, what story they would share that day, because it's always something in Pittsburgh Public Schools. I believe yeah. <laughs> Always. Also, I mean, it was else. like that when y'all was in school. So. Right. Yeah. Um, so we, they just, whenever they talk about, like, how they're feeling, they, they bring up something about what one teacher said or what one kid did. Um, we talk about how that relates to push-out, which is basically how we wrap around our work from Dr. Monique Morris, who's mm-hmm. the author of Push Out, um, talks about how like black girls are criminalized and marginalized mm-hmm. um, due to belief policies and practices. And we work specifically with black girls in films because there's so much money put into black boys um, mm-hmm. and resources put into black boys. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, the conversation about black girls is always left out, yeah. mm-hmm. um, oftentimes left out. And then we make sure we say films, too, because not everyone identifies as an actual girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's a whole other world, too, as far as LGBTQIA, um, to make sure that they are also included in that conversation. Mm-hmm. But some of our girls identify as that and want to make sure that's a space, a safe space for them to, you know, be there. So every day looks completely different. Um, after our kind of workshops, right now we're working on a project. Um, we just launched our website, so sevenwilddreams.org. And they want to spotlight each other. So we're working on, like, basically bios. Um, mm-hmm. But their bios has to do with a lot of work that they do in the schools. 
and also like what do they know about each other so mm-hmm. someone wrote down like they answered like six questions about themselves like the traditional bios and then they said like well you're missing this important part about you like you're a nurturer and you helped me through this so now they're adding that together um and we're getting ready for graduation and i'm like yeah. i'm gonna be bowling yeah. <laughs> like we have five girls graduating this year um I'm excited for prom, but I don't. I'm not ready for graduation. Mm-hmm. We have two that graduated already. One is at Howard University, and the other is like this dope artist right now that's getting a lot of recognition in New York too. So we had a pretty good track record for <laughs> the first year. Is it an open program, like so, like anybody could just show up, or how does that work? Yeah, so we have like the formal. Um, document online on our website to like recommend somebody but mm-hmm. we, when I say grassroots like we are literally just by word um, so if you know someone that you think will benefit from the program yes um, give them information we communicate mostly through text because that's how kids talk right right so um, it's definitely open um, then I also tell people too like we're not an agency because mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of agencies like to say what agency are you and I'm like we're definitely not that um but we just connect with black girls so easily. Mm-hmm. Um, that is just like they walk in and they're like, cool, like I'm here already. So, so y'all started at like ninth grade? Yeah. Okay. Only high school. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. 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 That's dope, too. That is Thank dope. You. <laughs> so dope. Um, so, Miss Sierra, it's your turn. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself. Right. Well, I'm in 11th grade, and, you know, Willow Hills is, yeah, it's Willow Hills, so. We know. Good, bad, <laughs> some days, changed up. Um, so my group that I'm in, it's like Students Against Gun Violence, like, Coalition Against Gun Violence. There's two groups. Ours is about, um, so we went up to the Capitol building, Harrisburg, mm-hmm. Harrisburg and we spoke to state representatives about you know there's shootings in Florida and people yeah. want to change like that so we don't have like mass school shootings mm-hmm. we have like street violence yes yeah. in our community black on black mm-hmm. like our black kids are killing our black kids right so our group is all about our community so my mom's cleaning business we clean for greater valley they bought the Salvation Army in um, Braddock so we're opening that. It's going to be open this summer for, like, anybody to come. We have basketball court and, like, bowling alley and all this. So we want our main focus, like, our vision is to get centers for the kids. Because mm-hmm. we looked up, and it's like um, their kids would mainly get in trouble from, like, 4.30 to 8 rather mm-hmm. than, like, at night night right mm-hmm. so we want somewhere for them to like kind of go when they like get out of school mm-hmm. so we're looking to get we have the center in um Braddock we want to get one in Turtle Creek Swissville and yeah Turtle Creek and Turtle Creek and Swissville for now because that's like mainly where a lot of our violence right. is mm-hmm. so yeah the reason why I started doing this is like whenever my brother passed away mm-hmm. because before that I never really like mm-hmm. yeah there's bad kids blah blah whatever but I didn't I was kind of blinded by it a lot and so and then after he passed away we kept looking stuff up and it's like known that we're going to lose three to five kids next year Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. from our school Mm -hmm. wow 
so just knowing that I wouldn't want like anyone to like ever go I don't even know like I wouldn't want any family to ever go through that so that's why I'm doing this and I basically just want to get centers and more. Yeah. You gotta get funding first. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's hard to get funding. That's why we go up to Harrisburg to ask our, um, like, a representative for funding, but they kind of just tell us what we want to hear. Yeah. We saw the video on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, we went up there, and yeah. they just kind of, like, said yes to everything, which mm-hmm. if everything was yes, then we would have a center in Terrigrade to go right. and all that. So your platform when you went up to Harrisburg was more so about funding for like rec centers and right. community centers. Right, so I still spoke okay. on the gun violence <laughs> rally mm-hmm. they had, and then we spoke with um, a couple like representatives. Mm-hmm. I don't think I should say their name, but yeah, them. And then, yeah. But it would be good to have that because, I mean, there's, there's nothing to do. Yeah, right. I mean, even when like upper bounders, not even that anymore. Yeah, and then, so in the centers, like, um, not even just opening the center, but like having the kids work there. Right. And, okay. Like, maybe, yeah. Like, internship. Yeah. I'm doing an internship at Greater Valley this summer. Mm-hmm. So like the experience of having fun with your peers and then right. like making money at the same time. Right. Yeah, right. Giving them something to do. And Plus that gives them have... a sense of of pride because mm-hmm. it's like. I have to clean this building. I have to, you know, be mm-hmm. here. And it gives them right. that sense of responsibility. Right. So hopefully that'll help, you know, with the maintenance and upkeep like, and um, all of that. We signed, we tried to like do this grant and it's going to be called the Turner Tech Squad. Okay. So it's like a lot of our kids are like into music and like okay. rapping and stuff. So mm-hmm. in the bottom level is like the last floor of the Greater Valley. There's like a, going to be like a, um, studio type thing okay and then up at our school we got we just opened like a school store it's free free store uh-huh. uh Rue 21 like is remodeling the whole thing oh like, wow um, free clothes we just got like 200 free bras and this lady's gonna come fit like you know right size right bras and stuff yeah so it's wow really cool. that's nice okay it's like endless clothing from that is really nice Rue 21 that's nice we have like a little slogan, so it's "We are students, we are victims, we are change." Mm-hmm. So like, I'm seeing all else, I'm a victim, and like, I plan on being the change. That's so, dope. do they have like good counselors in place I to help you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, like, so okay. We, at our school, we have like you know your guidance counselor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody can relate to them. Mm-hmm. They can't relate to us. They're not. I was talking to one of my mom's friends, and I forget which one of her friends, but uh, they were telling me, like, they had to meet with their guidance counselor. Like, it was something they had to do mm-hmm. in school. Mm-hmm. We only go there if we want. Like, right. some people aren't, you don't feel comfortable just telling them your business. Right. And they're all white. So. Yeah, I was going to say, it's hard when they don't look like you. They're right. Kind they of, get they're it. all male. And they're just, um, yeah, and then we have like our behavior specialist, which is black, mm-hmm. and we all relate to him. Mm-hmm. We all there's everyone's in his office every day. It's only one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's one, and then Mr. Mack. He's a little bit older, so he's not. He helps. I know Mr. Mack. Yeah, 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 Mr. Mack. Yeah, 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 I know him. So every everyone's in their office because mm-hmm. they relate to them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, but Mr. Yeah. Mack's always been like that. I remember oh, him from yeah. church. He used to go to church. I remember him. What's trippy to me, and I hate to be all fake woke, but (laughs) how the guidance counselors are white, 
but the behavior specialists yeah. are so black. We, we yeah. haven't had one yeah. black male teacher. We don't have one black wow. teacher. At all? We have one, I think it's a third grade teacher or third or fourth grade teacher. In the whole In district? The whole, uh, uh-huh. Wow. And the only time you get to see a black male is when you get in trouble. That's crazy. Wow. I That's remember deep. when I was there, we had Mr. Hickman, and he was my favorite teacher ever. Oh, yeah, I know you have favorite. And our school is, our school district's predominantly black. Yeah. I'm not saying like yeah. have every <laughs> black teacher, but, but you need, but you need representation. More. You need, Absolutely. You need so, like the teachers now think, no, they're just ghetto. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Which yeah, is just don't a relate. result, <laughs> not a result, but which has led to a lot of the issues that mm-hmm. Woodland Hills has seen over mm-hmm. the past mm-hmm. few years. Um, with the principal. And, yeah. And the, when you have so. adults in place who are simply there for a paycheck or they come in with this superhero mm-hmm. mindset, mm-hmm. it doesn't work. Um, because then every little thing that these black kids do, it, it's chalked up to, oh, that's just that's just how they are. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just... And they just never get a clean slate. Yeah. Like so we have this hashtag. It's hashtag take a minute. So take a minute before you try to cast me out or mm-hmm. tell me off mm-hmm. about the littlest thing. Our teachers don't even, I'm not saying be friendly, but greet us when we walk right. in the classroom at least. So we have like a hashtag take a minute. Mm. You know, students getting fired up, whatever. Blah, yeah, blah. yeah. Even the student take a minute, but mm-hmm. take a minute. Wow. Wow. That's sad. So, black. That's crazy. So ultimately, you guys don't have really any and we've like teacher support the problem, and like we've addressed like maybe um, training the teachers more mm-hmm. for this, and then my mom's addressed it, and it's just like, oh, she's racist. My mom, they called your mom racist. Oh yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Because she said that we need more African-American teachers. That's not a racist statement. That's (laughs) fact. (laughs) And then that's the other thing. You can't have people in place who are sensitive. And now that sounds like somebody who is sensitive for them to say, oh, that's racist because somebody said they need more black Mm -hmm. teachers. Well, Mm -hmm. you do. (laughs) But I always think it's hard to train people to be sensitive. It's like if you don't have it, you don't have it. You know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. It's so, ugh, that's hard. Right. So, that's sad. I'm sorry. Well, I, say, I don't even think you need to be sensitive. I think you just need to, like, acknowledge your privilege. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, I just feel like this doesn't, this clearly doesn't make sense, right? Mm-hmm. Like, all of these mm-hmm. white people teaching mm-hmm. all of these black people, mm-hmm. like, clearly there's some misrepresentation. off. Right. Yeah. Right. Or even, like, even if you're teaching them, like, you can't help that you're a teacher at a predominantly mm-hmm. black school. Mm-hmm. But, like, way you interact with kids like mm-hmm. trying yeah. to learn yeah. them try to know where they're from right because obviously there's some disconnect there. Yep. Mm-hmm. like i said there's like two girls that go to Woodman hills and their experiences are off the wall like dealing with so yeah, many kids yeah. that died the last couple of years mm-hmm. and saying that the teacher had no empathy yeah and the like teacher my was just math like teacher was like um my brother's best friend, she was like calling his mom, like, you need to get your son back to school and all this, not knowing anything. And when I was out for two weeks, I was like emailing my teachers, letting them know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the school probably told them, letting them know about my work and stuff. And mm-hmm. the math teacher was like, oh, well, I'm not excusing her. And wow. Like, 
So then when I get back to school, she's all, it's like all this like fake like sympathy. Right. Wow. Right. So it was what about like eight students within like a less than a year's time or something like that yeah. that had been killed. Yeah. That's crazy. That's terrible. That's crazy. That's terrible. Yeah. When you have like a whole bunch of negative energy, and right? Like mm-hmm. this, it just doesn't. You know, all the kids are sad, and you mm-hmm. don't, and then you don't have adequate therapists or mm-hmm. right, yeah, that's, right, yeah, that's right. Horrible. Also, black mm-hmm. kids are supposed to be so resilient, right? So they yeah. can handle it, right? Like, Right. That's not it's how that works. Right. Right. <laughs> There's a lot of PTSD going on. Right. Mm-hmm. You wonder why they retaliate. <laughs> right. Like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's terrible. So speaking of that, uh, post traumatic stress disorder. I asked a question when I was at the um I w- I was at this one thing and it was like, How can we have post traumatic stress if it's never post? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wow. a good question. Mm-hmm. That's deep. Wow. Yeah, so they answered it. Because <laughs> it really is like ongoing. It right. Yeah, ongoing. it doesn't mm-hmm. really stop anywhere. Right. So, what was their response? Um, you know, stuff doesn't really sink into me well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just gonna say anything that I think they said. Listen, I get it because I don't even know what happened five minutes ago. I get you it. You know they don't care. It's just like, oh, yeah, like whatever. whatever. That was rhetorical. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even see, I remember you had a friend who was killed years ago, bro. So many. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, I had like three in high school too that hit me the hardest, and I was like, okay, like what does this mean? I remember. Um, my teachers, like, I know for us, when we, so I went to prep, good old university prep, and, um, we had to share sports teams with Obama, mm-hmm. so I remember being able to talk about it at Obama and, like, making, you know, the locker and stuff like that, um, but I remember being at prep where we were definitely, the students there were definitely less privileged than Obama kids, and us just, like, sucking it up, like, that happened and they shouldn't have been doing this or whatever um, I remember being just so confused because definitely my family is privileged but at the time I was going to the school that was not privileged so mm-hmm. I remember like basically code switching of like mm-hmm. no one I can have empathy in this place mm-hmm. we have counselors but then when I go to the school that I go to every single day it's not going to be there that we just got to suck it up mm-hmm. and just deal with it so I think mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting like that was that was heavy to deal with and then still, like, reach out to the family every now and then, too, because my family's been through a lot. Like, mm-hmm. He was, like, 16. Wow. And, you know, like, the respectability of it all. Like, he was a state champion in wrestling mm-hmm. and good grades and stuff like that. Not that any of that matters. Right. Like, he could have been a quote-unquote worst kid ever, but didn't deserve to die. To die, right. 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 That's so young. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're all so young. So what are, what are your... Oh, I remember what I was going to ask Sierra. Uh... Since your group is primarily student led, like what are some of the, um, what are some of the things that you ha- already have in place as far as like your outreach and things like that, and then what are some of the things that you're looking to do with your groups? Okay. Well, first of all, our students, so we are, none of the teachers were like with us on this. Right. We don't have like a teacher to help us. My mom. Ridiculous, but but whatever. Mm -hmm. It is. So we're like just always everywhere. So we meet on Tuesdays and Wednesdays every week. And like, okay, so as of right now, we've, um, 
right now we're basically kind of reaching out to because you know the voting's coming in mm-hmm. and all that stuff mm-hmm. and family and everybody so yeah i saw everybody. she came to the school and talked to you guys right right so yeah. everyone's everyone's on our side right now mm-hmm. but when it comes to this funding word it's just like it's hard that's hard yeah that's hard, it's hard to see especially like when you don't building. have adults advocating for you right. that makes we it have even some more pretty, some pretty good students that i know a lot about mm-hmm. politics me myself mm-hmm. uh, me and politics <laughs> are not friends but right now we've really been reaching out to the state representatives and also we've so we team team up with schools. Mm-hmm. We teamed up with Penn Hills, and we had a walkout. We had, okay. I think that was two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And on in February, we had another walkout. So we walked out for the kids in Florida. Right. And then we had kids spoke. But at this Penn Hills one, um, you know, we're like big rivalries. Mm-hmm. Rivalry. <laughs> Rivalry. Rivalry. Okay. You said it the Pittsburgh way. Okay, right. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> so, yeah, it was pretty cool to see, like, their kids just busted off their, yeah. their school. They didn't sign. <laughs> we have permission to so we slide. <laughs> we signed, but their kids just walked out. It was like, no, nah, we're just going to So, down. we met up at the um, YMCA, and their students walked to their YMCA. We drove there. And we kind of just had, like, an open discussion for anybody who felt they wanted to talk. And it was mm-hmm. really nice. A lot of kids wrote, like, um, poetry and stuff mm-hmm. on, like, what they were thinking. And then we teamed up with Mount Lebanon. So I didn't go to Mount Lebanon because I feel like they're not feeling – I'm not saying they're not feeling our pain, but they're not feeling our yeah. pain. Mm-hmm. They don't have what we have in our community. Now, Penn Hills, they do. McKeesport, they mm-hmm. do. Right. 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 Yeah. So we try to, like, I'm not saying it's not don't go there and don't speak to them, but I wouldn't go there because they're not going to feel me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to feel them. All I'm going to feel is nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, we really just, um, so far we just reached out to some schools. Now what we want to do is we want to get the funding. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we really want to get the funding. Like, our vision is to just have these centers for kids to get the experience to not only just, like, um, no, to not just only have something to do, but to mm-hmm. get the experience of becoming adult, an adult. Mm-hmm. Like, growing, working, so many different, mm-hmm. like, life skills and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. We're going to have, like, cooking. Yeah. That's why we have that's important. studio. Yeah. Yeah. That's important. That's that's dope. My wheels are spinning over here, so don't matter. <laughs> um, yeah, that's important. It is definitely hard when you don't have like. And that's a shame. Like I'm really disappointed in the fact that there are no adults. Um, it's yeah. bad enough that there hasn't been any adult support as far as like bringing therapists in mm-hmm. or bringing in grief counselors or anything like that and that because and when you go to schools are, like Mount Lebanon they have they that have stuff right. Right. Yep, they have and so that and that's the difference back from my leave, whatever time I'm like oh my god this school is tired. we went on a tour and I'm like yeah and here's that so what are y'all mm-hmm. doing to change who's next who's mm-hmm. the next kid to die that mm-hmm. can affect you like it's like it right. affected me like right so when it's you that's the victim no. Yeah. We're not waiting that long. 
Yeah. But that's the thing. They don't care until it affects them. Right. So when I spoke at Harrisburg and I named, like, 80 All the names, or yeah. 65 names or whatever, they're like, oh, 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 oh. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to do something. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to reach three to five kids. So we could leave zero or three to five. That's sad. Yeah. That is really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. In one school year. And you still have a year left. Yeah. So, and I know this is... And then our group, it's mm-hmm. more like... I'm the only victim, I okay. would say. Okay. So what I'm trying to do is get more like people who have been affected. Because mm-hmm. right now it's more, it's really white kids mm-hmm. that know like a lot about politics. But they understand. Mm-hmm. So they want like, it kind of shocked me when I went to the first one. Because I'm thinking like, oh, I don't even want to be here. They're not going to know mm-hmm. how I'm feeling or mm-hmm. anything. But then when I went to the first one, I wasn't really paying attention. And the second one, <laughs> I was kind of listening, and it was like they really know some good stuff. Some and things, yeah. Yeah, how we could actually change this. And we're trying to um, do a forum. Yeah. Just to get more people that have been affected. Yeah. Right. But it's I think they're so, like, they don't want to open up their self like, right yeah well that's right. how I am like I don't I have not talked to one like counselor I think maybe that's what I need like mm-hmm. a counselor or something but I haven't talked to like nobody mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. well, I know Michelle and I we talk a lot about the importance of um therapy therapy mm-hmm. mental health all of it and I think uh it's important that for you to even say you think that's what you need I say go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, we both see therapists. Yeah, regularly. We actually go to the same people. <laughs> <laughs> regularly. We don't have the same therapist, but we go to the, to same, the same office. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's important that, And they're black women, too. Yes. All of them are black women, and they're really good. It's important that as... Uh, whatever reason, there's this stigma around mm-hmm. mental health, mm-hmm. um, particularly in the black community. So, it's important for young people to try to break that. So if you know that that's something that you would be even willing to do, then you should. And I, and I would even go as far as saying like, encourage some other people to do the Mm -hmm. same thing because that whole PTSD thing, it's real and you can't, nobody is really built to handle all of that. Like that's, that is way too much for one person to suppress because then it, you know, it progresses and it gets worse and then it affects you as an adult. It affects you as a parent. It affects you, you know, just as a productive citizen in the country. So, I mean, you just have to learn how to take care of yourself and that includes mentally. So I, I hear you. Um, so I would just encourage you to, to take that step. Just go, go ahead and do it. Cause I was thinking when you just said how, um, people don't open up. And I think that's the thing that we, not to put it all on black people, but that's something that we are always learning. Do. Like, I don't want anybody in my business. Mm-hmm. So we're not so quick to get in groups and just talk about, you know, and what we've I been like we have we like this gift because it's like, I don't know what it is, but not kids because obviously I'm a kid, but people in my school will just like, 
automatically open up to me. Like, mm-hmm. this girl last year, she, like, I didn't know her from nothing. Mm-hmm. It might have been the second week of school. And by, like, the two months into school, I was bringing this girl socks, mm-hmm. shoes. I'm like, I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. That might be your call. I was about to say, that's, that might that be your, your, your blessing. Yep. People yeah. start rambling to me. Like, <coughs> okay. I'd be like, I didn't At first, I was like, right. exactly <laughs> like, huh? okay. Even when All I was right. in sixth grade, this girl told me like she was being abused and stuff. I'm like, I'm Whoa. in sixth grade. Yeah. Right. Right. I, don't, I don't know anything about oh, this yeah. thing. That might be your calling. Yeah. This is the stuff that you've been through. You can help somebody get through mm-hmm. their stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And even by you helping somebody else could be therapy for yeah, you. That, that's, yeah, that's yeah. kind of what's helping me right now is because oh, I speak with younger black excellence, mm-hmm. Monte. Yeah, I speak with them. So we're speaking on May 12th in Garden City or something. Okay. So yeah, oh, he helps a lot too. Okay. Good. Yeah, but I also like it's been. And this is definitely the pod called the Kettle Black, but <laughs> um, lately I've been hearing a lot is one take care of yourself so like self-care and stuff yeah but like practice being a strong friend like you mm-hmm. don't always have to be the one that like keeps it together again at the pot calling the kettle black mm-hmm. um but like if you have like built that group if you don't have it but if you do have it like know that that in itself is a privilege to have that core group mm-hmm. to yeah know when to like pull back and like are right, you got it this week yeah and then mm-hmm. i'm gonna yeah. check on you later yeah and i might check back in so like take turns yeah <laughs> real. seriously <laughs> and that's good that you have a partner that you can kind of, boy, you know, piggyback I, I, off. I don't know how we do it without it. <laughs> we, we would look at each other in meetings like, bro, did you just hear what they said? Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot. I mean, the yeah. stuff that you have to take in, too, with all the girls and the things that they tell you and just the work that y'all do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even that's us. Lot. Like, right now, we're trying mm-hmm. to figure out, like, today was a crazy day. Mm-hmm. So, right now, we were like, all right, we're finally going to get serious about this therapy. Like, what, we did it before, and, like... You know, it worked out, but when we um, changed jobs, mm-hmm. it was definitely different for us. Assurance, but now we're like, okay, what do we need to sacrifice in order to get our? Like, we got to be together together in order to help them. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't come half person traffic someone either. Um, so today we were like, all right, let's let's be real about this. Let's get serious about this too. Like, what can we not go out to eat as much often or mm-hmm. something like to try and figure out like how can we do this? Mm-hmm. So I'll give you information if you're serious. I'm legit. Because <laughs> if you okay. don't have insurance, not for people. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's good. Okay. But, um, so would you, like, because I know Pittsburgh is pretty much, like, black and white, mm-hmm. but you're, like, Afro-Latina, right? <laughs> yeah. So I had to bring that, that up. Because so. you're Puerto Rican. Yeah. So, I mean, so do y'all. Where's the Afro-Latina? Right. So do y'all get any, like, is it just strictly black girls or do you get any, like, Latina girls or anything like that in a group, too, or just, no, like, how so... do you how do you do that? So, or like, how does it work with you being kind of... We don't, well, we won't say, like, oh, you ain't black. Yeah. Or what? Mm-hmm. Um, You're not black. You can't, right. <laughs> you can't stay here. Right. Um, I'm pretty biased because I definitely... My dad's worried my mom's African-American. I identify as black. Um, but, like, my Puerto Rican people are black as well. So, mm-hmm. it's like a culture. They're culturally black as well. Gotcha. Um, but... Yeah, we won't discriminate as far as who it is. We definitely will say, like, no matter what color you are, the agenda and the people in the forefront are black girls in films. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so saying that, we haven't got a lot of people who weren't black saying, like, I want to be a part of this. We do have people who are mixed, mm-hmm. there are a few of them, um, who are mixed with white and black, um, but they also identify as black. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Uh, Boyla brings this up all the time. Shout out to her. It's her Boyla. birthday today. <laughs> She's always like, um, what about the Puerto Ricans? What about the Puerto Ricans? And that right now is a journey that I want to figure out. Like, what about that side of me? I grew up with my black family. And so I just got back from Puerto Rico last week. Yeah, I saw your pictures. You see how dark I am? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just got back from there. So that was like a crazy experience. Like, I believe that's how black people feel when they go to Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, black people, they got to go to Africa. So when I seen like I the that. first piece of land, <laughs> when I seen the first, first piece of the island, I was like, okay, like what of me is here? Mm-hmm. And what was my grandparents doing here? Um, and then now this week, they're raising hell there to kids, students, um, are raising hell about the conditions and the budgets that's happening to you. So naturally, I fit right in. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out, like, what does that part mean? Right. But, um, yeah, we definitely don't discriminate who wants to come, but we always get, I mean, we get, like, all types of black girls. Like, one of our questions in the bio was, like, what is black excellency? So, of course, we talk about, like, melanin mm-hmm. and, like, hair and stuff. But then we also had kids who was like, I don't know yet. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what my black excellence means to me yet. That's fair. And I was like, sis, I'm trying to figure it out. Right. <laughs> right. I'm so trying to figure it out. We in this thing together. <laughs> right. So, yeah. I had another question, and then. And then I have an amoeba on the airplane summer. <laughs> yeah. So like, I'll probably too, like. I'm definitely not white enough for white girls. <laughs> definitely not. Yeah. So how do you? I guess how do you see yourself socially, like in school? How does that? I'm not hanging out with white girls. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. <Damn. laughs> I'm so serious. Just a flat out no for me. <laughs> that funny. I don't fit in. I tried. Mm-hmm. Like, if say, like, you're in an honors class, and it's just, like, all these, like, that's not me. <laughs> so I recently played for, like, because I played basketball, so I was on this AAU team. Mm-hmm. And there were, like, girls from Greensburg, Salem, Oakland mm-hmm. Catholic, and I went to a couple practices for, like, maybe a month or two, and it's coming up. We're approaching for our first tournament and stuff. And something just hit me, like, this isn't me. Like, mm. I don't fit in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not playing here. Mm-hmm. It wasn't me. Mm-mm. My mom tried that with me. I played basketball, too. She wanted me to go to, like, Oakland Catholic and stuff. And, like, Steph Valley had a good team. Yeah, that yeah. wasn't me. I know it wasn't for me when they all had eyeshadow on. <laughs> During the game! I'm like, I got my Cleo braids in and go Listen. And y'all Listen. got eyeshadow And earrings and stuff. It's like, right. wait a minute, what? <laughs> yeah. So since both of you ladies are of mixed races and cultures, how, where do you, do you find yourself, I guess, defending one side of you more than another? I can say yes, thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like people come at you because you're biracial or like because... Like oh well, like how you just said, yeah, you don't, you don't fit in with the white girls. girls. Do you feel like definitely if I was to be in a group of white girls, they would? I feel like they feel like 
she's not one of us. Mm-hmm. I automatically know they think that. Mm-hmm. Automatically. Do you feel like, do you feel that from the black side? No, no not at all? Like, hey girl, right? Like, exactly <laughs> like, just, just white at home, yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think black people know until to see like my tattoo or something. Like they, unless or unless somebody say it, like, oh, what's your last name? Mm. Um, I think more so from family because mm-hmm. my family, like my mom's side, I'm the lightest, so I'm like without a tan. I'm like a light caramel, right? Mm-hmm. So my mom's side, I'm the lightest. My dad said I'm the darkest by far. Okay. So my grandmother is white. Okay. <laughs> white. Um, so not necessarily people, but definitely family. Like my grandmother was upset that my mom was black. She mm-hmm. thought like my dad was going to be a white woman. Mm-hmm. And then when I was born, she was over it. But also like the internalized oppression of my mom mm-hmm. wanted me to be a lighter color. My mm-hmm. middle, one of my middle names is Sienna, and she wanted me to be that particular color because mm-hmm. she was like. I know what it is for, like, I see my son as a dark skin going through it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want this for my daughter. I'm like, dang, like, I was born into this craziness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that has to be tough. Yeah. yeah. That's tough. But, like, I, I don't, I know that just knowing both sides and seeing, like, my family be on a spectrum of colors, I know my privilege in it and being, like, brown. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I just get irritated. I hear often, like, you're the perfect color. And that, uh, what yeah. does that yeah. mean? That also weeds out the people that I date. Because I'm like, why right. are you yeah. about this? Right. Like, <laughs> but, yeah, like, just being brown, it's like, oh, you're the perfect color. I'm like, cool. I'm not dating you. Right. Yeah, like, I gotta <laughs> go do this. It's gotta go. Because we're not going to talk about this right. all the time. Yeah. No. no. Do you still have family in Puerto Rico? Are they all Yeah. Here? No. So, only people that are here are my grandparents. And some of the brothers and sisters. Okay. Um, everyone else is back on the island. We just got my grandmother back. She decided to drop on us on Thanksgiving. Like, oh, I'm going to be leaving for a few days. She didn't come back till February. <laughs> oh. Okay, <laughs> Grant. She was on this whole, like, Stella got a group back thing. Go ahead, abuela. My grandfather passed, and so she was just like, all right, I got to redefine myself as a yeah. woman. Because she was, like, the traditional, like, cook. Like, mm-hmm. I've never seen my grandfather in the kitchen at all. Never seen him clean, none of that. He was a pastor. Like, they were so traditional. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was trying to, like, recreate herself. And I was a little mad because I'm like, I want my rice and beans. <laughs> I want my chicken, when, like, when I need it. Right. And when she wasn't there, my aunt tried to recreate that. I'm like, no, I'm sorry, this, this ain't it. Not- <laughs> This ain't it. Now go somebody go get grandma on the phone for a good attitude. Right. <laughs> then she just like she bought a one way ticket so she knew she wasn't coming back. Mm. Right. So we had to be like, all right, who are we without them? Because they didn't prepare us for mm. this. They just was always there. Um and then she came back looking good. I was like, You look stressed yeah. great. Like okay, looking Brown. good, living her best life. She was like, When are we going back? So she was a little upset that I just up and left without her. Mm. But I was like, we definitely going back. Like, I'm, I was ready to go back when I was on a plane into Pittsburgh. Yeah. Right. Like, you can we like just turn this around? I had so much fun. Yeah. I ate so well, drank so well. Like, <laughs> met some amazing people. This is Tia talking, by the way. <laughs> right. Sierra did not have a beverage. <laughs> just pointing that out. Yeah, people people were just dope. Like, I went with the, my co-founder, too, and she was like, this felt like a home. She, mm-hmm. she was like, only other place I felt like this was when she went to Uganda. Um, she was like, I don't know what it is, but it just felt like you connect with the 
people yeah. who might be right. Like, from people who at the beach trying mm-hmm. to speak Spanish yeah. to them, not knowing what they're saying. They don't know what I'm saying. Um, but then you just learn the language so fast mm-hmm. like that. To, like, our Uber driver telling us about the politics that's happening in mm-hmm. the area that we were living in. So, that was really good to her. I'm definitely ready to go back. Yeah. Okay. Well, just throw me in your suitcase. Okay. You <laughs> okay. You won't even know I'm there. Well, that mean that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what, I guess to kind of wrap things up, um, how are you feeling about the state of our young black people in this country? Like, are you feeling, cause I know there's been like a serious surge of like this empowerment and like y'all young people, y'all doing it. You know, or- I don't know if it Y'all skipped are. us or what happened, but... Because I'll tell you, no, I ain't built to be out there. I'll, no. <laughs> I'll share some stuff on Facebook, but I'm not built to be out there talking and stuff you like know. that. So, I mean, I applaud y'all. Yeah. Y'all are really doing a good job. And to be starting, you know, organizations and yep. out here doing, you know, stuff for gun Speaking violence and stuff in, like that. Speaking the state capital. Yeah. And, you know. That ain't, that ain't my thing. <laughs> so, y'all are really doing a good job. Right, right. Seriously. So how are you guys like feeling about where we are? And and I know that's a that's a loaded question. So Uh, did you say wait a minute? Like what was the hashtag? Take a minute. Take a minute. Take a minute. Hashtag take a minute. I think um, we aren't there yet. Mm -hmm. It's definitely on like a good. Step in the right direction. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be some bumps, maybe cracks. Mm-hmm. Feeling optimistic. Yeah. Okay. But we need y'all. So yeah. Keep, you know, <laughs> yeah. Keep it going. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because these old people messing up. So we're gonna, we gonna need y'all to do it. <laughs> Ain't they? Seriously, they're out here cutting up. Trash. So we gonna need y'all. Absolute Seriously. trash. Um, how about you, Miss Tia? I don't know, I think my answer changed pretty often. Like, today, I'm, well, more than often, I'm always optimistic. Um, More optimistic when we, the days that we meet with our girls. Mm -hmm. Because they always remind us some way, somehow, why we're doing this work. Um, So definitely have faith that we're moving in the right directions. I think there needs to be more, like, intergenerational spaces so that we can learn from each other without, like, the respectability politics or without, mm-hmm. like, the ageism. Um, like, my girl, I, like, I don't, I can't stress this enough how dope my girls are. Mm-hmm. Especially because, like, teachers and school says it otherwise. The opposite. On a daily basis. Yeah. Right. Because they are really, like, saying, like, this is what we need, um, this is not what is about to go down in the classroom. Mm-hmm. They're just so open and honest. And then us as allies, as adults, have to be there to have their back and be like, listen, I can I can set up for you in this position or I can speak for you with your permission in this room that you don't have access to. Mm-hmm. Um, so constantly every day I'm trying to check myself as an adult to not be like, this is what you need to do or this is how things are going to go. Mm-hmm. Um but also to be like, can I share your experience in a space? Because I know you're not offered a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. Um, and then can I make way, you know, move some people over that don't need to be there so you can have the seat at the table. 
So today I'm definitely optimistic, um, but also like kind of trying to figure where things are going to go next. Right. Right. To piggyback off of her, um, from listening to you, I kind of like the um, like the consistency. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of people want change, so they do one thing and they think like, okay, mm-hmm. it's done. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> it's not change. Takes more yeah. than that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like with your girls. You're like empowering them, making them better, but constantly every day mm-hmm. checking mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they came in thinking like we about to have this city. We about to. I'm like, y'all don't understand. Like, I understand how right now the civil rights movement is like, let's do this. Let's be the next Black Panthers. But people don't understand the work that they put into right, that. right, yeah. right. You don't understand right. how much stuff that wasn't publicized, right? Like, one of our students was talking about how she wants to be like Malcolm X and things like that. I'm like, what did he actually believe in? Like, what do you think he believed right. in? What was the stuff behind the scenes that happened? Like, these people studied. Mm-hmm. They also like sacrificed so much. So, yeah, so you got to be willing to sacrifice this. Yeah, absolutely. Too. So, the work yeah. that we try to teach our girls, and again, they be cracking me up. I can't. I gotta go see my little boo today, and I'm like, bro, like, what? what? I gotta do. Like, <laughs> what? Like, we asked them to say 30 minutes later yesterday, and they all looked at us like, um. And I'm like, yeah, yeah you can call him when you get. <laughs> like, he can wait. He right. still won't be there. He's gonna be at the bus stop. He can stop, relax. He's gonna wait. He can wait. Right. That's dope. If y'all ever need a one on one, need me to talk to the girls one on one. Y'all yeah. can call me. I don't do. Puppet that would be yeah. one on one. Okay, I want to come. I know. I, that's why my wheels are over here spinning because I do want to go up to the school and then I want to come yeah. in to sit. You on were a supposed session. to then invite me to something and you forgot. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you had something a long time ago, like two, three years ago, and you forgot to invite two, me to something. Oh well, that was that was <laughs> you way late. Back then. You that way late. Like, you ain't real. You ain't real. <laughs> but yeah, and I was supposed to come to a meeting, but I couldn't get off work early. So I gotta like finesse something to come to one of y'all. Yeah, or after school. Yeah, on Wednesdays, Tuesday, and Wednesday. We'll talk. We'll discuss that offline. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what I would like to do <clears throat> is put more information in like our show notes, so like the, your website and the name mm-hmm. of your groups and stuff for people to um, get more information and hopefully get some people that are listening that could have ideas on how you guys can. Uh, you know, advocate for your programs and mm-hmm. bring some bring some money in. Right. Bring some okay. money So I mean, um Are I y'all guess, thinking about like doing nonprofit or are y'all gonna stay? At so some point? well so we have some fiscal sponsors, so we right now we have um room to think about what exactly we wanna be. We did get our first grant in August from the Heinzer Donuts. So that was like a huge thing because a lot of funders was like, oh, what is Hines doing? Um, so now we're trying to figure out like how do we take the work, the grass work that we actually do, so all mm-hmm. of that that I said, and put it into like proposal language so that people who don't do grass work, grass work, understand exactly what we do mm-hmm. and how it's most beneficial. So basically how we try to sell ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, we're working on that. But it was a great thing that we got that from Heinz because now people are like, oh, who is this group? Mm-hmm. And oh, we're man. finally, like, that's what I say, like, a year later, we finally launched our website because um, we're finally coming out and say, like, okay, this is the work that we do. We need money for this. Because we, um, 
provide all transportation and food, like legit okay. meals. Because <laughs> girls like can eat. And I know they say, like, grown boys, but these girls be grubbing. Yeah. So, yeah, so we do for them, too. And then mm-hmm. also, like, the cost to go out of town. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have a summer internship that we put together um, where we do the legwork of the political education series. Um, so they get paid for that as well, too. So we just want to make sure that we have all this together. So. That's cool. Oh, cool. Well, I say, well I'm proud of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's dope. Yeah. So if anybody's listening and you uh, know some things about some things, <laughs> uh, hit us you up. Know somebody that knows somebody. That knows somebody. Like Trick Daddy said. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta watch his own song. I watched it. It was good. He's real good. Very good. <laughs> his neck just is really problematic good. for me. Like, he just. You're problematic. He has okay. a little face. <laughs> <laughs> but does that affect his neck? Yeah, that's why uh, his face looks like that. Oh, so his neck grew? Yeah. Um. She said his neck is probably. I don't like it. It just looks like it hurts or something. Yeah, that's why his face looks like that, too. Okay. Yeah. All right, so clearly I need to Google this. It was good, though. Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah, so thank you, ladies, for joining (laughs) us. It was good chatting with y'all. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ladies, how y'all? Yeah, so, uh, cool. We're going to... Continue on with this show in just a moment. Hold that thought. Stay tuned. Okay, and we are back. Hey, guys. So, <laughs> that was fun. Uh, that was a dope dialogue. It was. Love the young people. good. You know, they're, they're doing their thing. So the children are our future. Okay. I believe the children are our future. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Let them lead the way. <laughs> Okay, let me not start because I, I feel the need to finish the whole song, but we're not going to do that today. Um, <laughs> but what we dope. are going to do is get into our shenanery and fully wang. Absolutely. Uh, so it's let's, time for the go good, and the bad, this. and the oh hell now. Uh, we are still going to strive to not curse. Bless us, Lord. So we need y'all to be uh, strong and proud. I think we can do it. I think we can too. We, can we made it through the first half, and so and you only slipped up once. I did, I did, and I don't think I cussed at all. So we're good. See, look at that. The Lord is with us. The petty pastors must have been praying. They, they had to. They must have been. Praying. They had communion on our behalf. They did <laughs> with the uh, with the bread from uh, Texas Roadhouse. Okay. Um, right, we'll so anyway, on. so on some good news. A young lady named Ashley, I hope I'm saying her name correctly, but if not, she probably won't hear this anyway. Um, (laughs) Ashley Lamothe, who is... (laughs) Who is um, 33, but she is being recognized for being the youngest... uh, Is she the youngest African-American or the youngest... Hold on, let me pull up my Google so I can get my facts straight. Because I'm pretty sure she is the la- the uh, youngest franchise owner of uh, Chick-fil-A. Thank you, because I can't type and speak at the same time. The chick. So you know that customer service and the food is there. Yeah. Yeah, she's one of the youngest franchise owners in Chick-fil-A history. She opened up her first restaurant um, 
at the age of 26. Look at her picture. She's just smiling just on. Just glowing. Go ahead, all of this melanin just. Yes, curls popping. All of it. She just looks yes. real glowy. That is so dope. Black and excellent. Um, so she started working at Chick-fil-A when she was 15. Uh, that was her job. She loved it so much. She went to Spelman. Um, and then she, at the age of 26, I believe it is, she opened up her first Chick-fil-A restaurant um, down in Atlanta, I believe. And then she just recently, uh, sorry, clearly I can't type and talk or read. I can't read. I have my glasses. Okay. (laughs) She will open her newest location in in LA. Yeah. 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 So if you have seventh and fig in LA, that's where she is going to support her first restaurant. I'm sorry. It was across the street from from university of Southern California. So she's been out, you know, in, in California doing her damn thing so shout out to her um because you know because i don't i love eating chick-fil-a but yeah i'm owning one um however i did have a chick-fil-a dude get smart with me for the first time and i felt some type of way hmm. yeah he got smart and i was like you know what i'm not gonna argue with you over no sauce because i know this is a jesus organization so i'm just gonna keep it moving hmm. he, smart. Well, he don't he don't need to work there because smart. we don't and I was like, mm-hmm. all right, but yeah, I still love him. But mm-hmm. shout out to Ashley, yeah. Shout out to her. Mm-hmm. Not shout out to dude that got smart mm-hmm. with you, though, because he can get smart. No, because I looked at him like, okay, player. All about some Polynesian but, sauce. You and I don't even smacked. like that sauce. It was another sauce, but still, you mm-hmm. have to get smart. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I still love me the chick. <laughs> still love some chick. But anywho, um, <laughs> but I'm pretty though. sure that's it. In like hella excellent news. Uh, another cute little story we read about was uh, Michael B. Siobhan's Jordan. Boo. I know. Word to Siobhan <laughs> because this young that lady slid boo. into his DMs and he responded. That's so nice. She said he was really, really nice. That is adorable. Too. Took pictures with her and everything. That is adorable. And um, I mean, she's I would, cute. I would try that with Nas, but he'd be. We're going to get to that in a minute. Okay. But, um, I, I know it's going to be hard for you to get through that part, but we're going to make it. We're going to get through this together. Okay. I don't want you to feel like you're alone in this. I feel a tear coming now. Hashtag take a minute. <sighs> but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the boy, Mike. <sighs> Mike B. With his fine ass. He, he, I mean... Sorry, Siobhan. He's, he's, he's handsome. No, I just cussed. He's very handsome. See, Look see at that saying, guys? That's a really nice picture. They make a cute couple. Like, yeah. I'm not even going to sit here and nice. tell no lie. They make a cute couple. Really but she nice. offered to buy him a smoothie because she had, I think she had just started work, or she had just finished working out or something, and he was on campus for a movie. And so she slid in his DMs and was like, hey, I'm about to go get a smoothie. You want me to get you one as long as I can get a picture? And he responded like, don't worry about picture. the smoothie, but you can come and get, take a picture. What? I wish, I wish Michael I B. Jordan would tell me to come take a picture. Listen, whose DMs can I slide in real quick? But don't nobody come to Pittsburgh, does so. No, so there's that. That's, there's, that's no luck. There's that. <laughs> nobody comes here no. that I would want to slide in the DMs right. for. <sighs> so, but 
anyway, we thought that was that a really, was really cute nice. story. That's cute. Yeah. We should say he was really nice. Um, That's awesome. Now for the... Uh, I mean, this well, is kind of okay, good. This is still kind of yeah, good. this is kind of good. The, the men from um, the Starbucks incident. Catastrophe. Yeah. Um, catastrophe so apparently they both settled for a dollar and then they got $200,000 to... Um, for a program for um, youth entrepreneurs or something like yes. that. And yeah. so, like, it's a good... But then but then they said that they settled for an undisclosed amount with Starbucks, right? So right, the yeah, so that settlement the was with the city. The two, the dollar a piece and the 200000 for the entrepreneurship program was for... was the settlement with the city. Because I was like, okay, a dollar... All right. But I think it's really good that they put their needs aside or whatever and right. they wanted to do something for the youth because that's, that's really dope and they need something like we just but, talked about they need something but like Ply but said I'd have got that bag <laughs> but when it came to Starbucks though, they got that coin oh, yeah. they said it was yeah. an undisclosed amount After which I read that, was yeah. a large amount of money yeah Um. so they still got their coin so yeah definitely get the bag and uh, so either way they won yeah. and then some youth in, in Philly is going to win too so and they get that's dope Free tuition to was it Arizona State to I guess finish their degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's that works. Because so I'll who's restaurant? I need to sit in and just be Listen, black because and, and, and all get, I need is enough to, to pay off these student loans, and I'm chilling. Give me a little bit to get Sally made to stop calling my my behind. Mm-hmm. That's all I need. I got a phone call from Colorado today, and I know that was them being funny. Yeah, I get all kind of calls that I'd be like, I, I don't, I'm not answering. I'm like, I don't have no friends in Colorado. Yeah. So, nope. I'm not answering that. That's all I need. I'm just going to go sit in multiple yeah. <laughs> establishments. And just see what and happens. just sit there. Just see what happens. Call you know, cops Wa- on me. Waffle House has been on the loose lately. And I know that okay. we don't have one nearby, but we can find one. And the one that is up here, I don't trust it because it's in Washington, PA or something oh, like no. that. And I would never go there. Although because... they, you might be onto something, though, because it is in Washington. You're right. You're right. Okay. Let's go. We might have to... Uh, or Cracker Barrel. Let's go to Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Cracker Barrel sounds like it just... <laughs> you never been to Cracker incident. Barrel? I like I like Cracker Barrel. It just sounds like something racist just lurking around the corner. Like, it can happen let's at go. any moment. I would never go to, to Waffle House here, though, because, first of all, I know the cook ain't got no gold teeth. Right. And it, the food ain't going to be right. Right. Like, so I need, I would never I need my chef to have dirty braids and yeah, gold teeth. Yeah, I'm not going. You got to smoke a cigarette. That's it. And Your I shoes got to be dirty. I'm not going. There's no way. And I need my waitress to have a 27-piece. And so, if I, I don't trust yeah. it. I don't trust it. But that made me mad, though, the way the cop was, was doing that lady. Yeah. At the one that, what was it, Alabama or something like yeah. that? He did not have to do all that. Had her titties all yeah, out and everything, and then going and then going to say to some, one of the girls recording, like, "Come fix her clothes." Yeah. She was like, "No, you fix them. You That's mess them up." So like what? Ignorant. All of that over some plastic over silverware. Some, uh, who charges for plastic utensils? Because anyway? you know y'all stuff is dirty anyway. So why would you even be mad or even That's charge so anybody ignorant. for plastic silverware? That's so embarrassing and dehumanizing and all of that. That's so like wrong. I don't. So wrong. I don't understand. I'm just gonna go sit down. We ain't racist. And then I don't think Waffle House took any responsibility Mm -mm. for that happening. Mm -mm. I can't say anything for like Mm -mm. the police department because I don't know. But I know Waffle House took no accountability for that incident. And I'm just like, 
luckily there's like you said the only one that's around here is in Washington, so I don't have to worry about necessarily boycotting mm-hmm. because I don't go anyway. You know what else I saw? Speaking of like, you know, you know the guy who um helped stop the guy who shot the the other the four people in the yeah, other yeah. Waffle House. So I saw somebody post something on Facebook, and I know I'm oh, going to get this post wrong, but they had a picture of the guy, and of course it was like a pro cop type of post, and it said something like, "This guy helped disarm a a, a, gun, a guy with a gun." With no weapons or anything, so please help me understand why um, black cops aren't supposed to be scared of black men. Something stupid like that, and I was like, "What?" The whole I can't even remember who posted it because otherwise I would try to go look for it. But it pissed me off. That makes so no what you're sense. saying is like just because he's black and he had, like we like we're just automatically tough or whatever. It just it just pissed me off so much. Like that's your reasoning because he was able to disarm this man with. Just whatever kind of weapon he had, that the, the, fear, the cops are okay to shoot unarmed black men. The fear that white people have uh, about off black people, so much. particularly black men mm-hmm. in this country, is just I would I, it's astounding. Oh, I wish like, I could and it's remember an irrational it. fear mm-hmm. because, to, like you know, through this whole time we've been discussing race and you know police brutality and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. We really wanted to cause y'all some harm. We could. We could. Mm-hmm. We could. Like, it would not we be could. hard to do. And yet, we're the most peaceful, turn-the-other-cheek type of people. Like, uh, and I know I got the, I know I worded it wrong, but it was something to that effect. Right. But it was basically saying, like, I mean, they're already tough, so why why wouldn't the cops be scared of them? And it just pissed me off so much like it just it really just pissed me off even this conversation just gave me a headache but yeah i'm sorry no that's okay that's That's all right um (laughs) but speaking of peace like when you see those videos of racist people saying different things i'm like why aren't there more videos of people getting punched in the face yeah forget all that videotaping and recording i'm punching you in your face yeah and I mean michelle obama said whenever they go low we go high i'm tired of going high I'm tired of it. If you say something crazy to me, I can't promise what might happen afterwards. Because mm-hmm. we didn't run out of cheeks to turn. Pretty and this younger that. generation, just like how we was talking to uh, T and Sierra, they're not going for it. No. They're not nope. going for it. And nope. so... More people need to get punched. There need to be videos of people getting punched in the mouth. Yeah. Forget all that. Yep. Dead in the mouth. But, um... That pissed me off. Anyway, how, how shout out to here? the two members of the Star <laughs> How do we get here? We always get way <laughs> Sheesh. Wow. We always uh, get way So do we want to go to like from bad to worse or do we kind of want Okay, let's talk about this one real quick. <sighs> Her. Jeez. So. Because I'm confused. First of all, how old is she? Um, too old for this type of stuff. And I was looking at her, her, her man, her boyfriend or whatever. Dude looked like every bit of 13, 13 mentally. years old. He's what, 18 or something? Yeah. But he's, he's very much 13 mentally. Yeah. And now they're saying, we're talking about Black China. And Jordan White. She's supposed to be pregnant or whatever. Or they, here's the thing. You're disgusting here's, here's, for messing with that young man. Thing. We were all rooting for Black China. 
when she first came out and said that she was pregnant with Rob's baby, it was like, yo, wait, this is it. You got to pull the Tyra on her. Well, I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. We just Girl. knew that this was going to be the moment somebody brought down the Kardashians. We was Girl. like, yeah, get that money, sis. Your baby going to be the only oh, one with the Kardashian name. Like, folks was hype. We were really, you know, rooting sis on. But, you know... And then you messed up. You messed it all the way up. Um, she's just not the best decision maker. She's disgusting for messing with little dudes. And because uh, he's he's clearly not mentally mature. It's that's gross. Like you're really out here dating somebody's child, and she be all hugged up with him. And the fact that you. Ew. Now, I don't think it's been confirmed, but the fact that there's even speculation that you are having this baby's baby. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I've got, got to even say. I've got nothing. I've got nothing. <laughs> I was going to try and say something like real deeper. Whatever. Angela, nope. blah, 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 you suck. Nope, I've got nothing. And for you're that. weird. I mean, but we all knew that she was different whenever she pierced dimples into her face. Anybody that does I mean, stuff like that, I don't trust them. But it, it was she just did that, that to her body. She looked like a um a cookout fork. You know, the, <laughs> you know the, the the grill fork. She looked like a damn grill fork. The hell was you doing? You see that picture when she's standing there with the bathing suit on and like the back of her butt? <laughs> her what are you doing? What is that? You know the the fork you pick the um the chicken and stuff up when you cooking on a grill. What it, what is that? <laughs> I swear on everything. That's what she looked like. What are you doing, girl? She looks terrible. Whoa, the grill <laughs> fork. And so that's now not even every, what it's called. Not is every it? time I see a grill fork, I'm gonna listen. Find that picture and hold up the grill fork and then look at it. Oh, it's terrible. My Atlanta. Wow, you terrible. What a disappointment. Terrible child. What a disappointment. So anyway, um, <laughs> do we want to talk about your boo now, or I just want to make sure you're okay with okay. talking about it? Okay, because we can move on. We don't Let's have go. to do this. Let's go. Okay, you ready? Mother freaking Nasir Nasir Jones, and I was going to say his whole name. The whole middle name and everything. Right. But I'm just going to leave it at Nasir Jones. So, I, and I still didn't watch the whole interview that Khalees did. but I didn't watch any of it. I seen the little clips of it when she was talking about um, the abuse and stuff that she endured mm-hmm. while they were married. And she owned her part. And she said that, you know, she hit him and stuff like that. And she, But she did say that um, she wouldn't start it. Mm. She was like, I mean, I know I can this and I can be that and she was like and I'm crazy Contra- I mean um, confrontational and stuff like that mm-hmm. but she was like but I never started any of it mm-hmm. she was like he would get blackout drunk and just go crazy <laughs> and just would abuse the mess out of her and then the whole custody thing like he she said that it would get to a point where she wouldn't even tell her son that he was coming until he is actually at the curb so me, you know, I'm all biased and stuff because that's boo, that's bay in my head. Yeah. You know, I would be posting stuff like, oh, she's getting on my nerves and all this stuff. But when I watched, like, just the little clips of that, I'm like, oh, okay. 
And I can see that. that. started to come together. I can see bit. it. I can see it happening. Like I said, not to shade y'all. You know, I'm always shading Virgo men. Oh, Virgos. Yeah. Virgo men. Because yeah. y'all cool. I can see that happening. Because at least some of the ones I know come off as like perfect and just, she said he was always worried about his image and stuff like that. And mm. she was like, I have not talked about this man in nine years. Mm-hmm. And I let him make me look like this crazy psycho chick mm-hmm. all this time. And I never said anything. But, yeah. So now I'm like, dude, you out here being an F-boy? Yes. Dude. And everybody's like, I don't believe it. She's better. She just want his money. And I'm like, she has her own. Right. Like, she has a farm. She has cooking shows. She has cookbooks and all that stuff. And she's married again. And I, not to say that some women can't still be bitter and all that stuff like her ex. But I don't think that's, but the, I don't case think that's the case here. Now that right. I really read some of the stuff she was saying, and I still have to go watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I could, I could see it happening. And then they were saying that, like, his first baby mom, um, Carmen, she wrote a book a while ago. And they mm-hmm. were saying that she was saying a lot of the same things. That he didn't mm. technically beat her, but a lot of the abuse was, like, emotional and financial. Like, he just wouldn't pay. So, she said that he, um, they made an agreement on her house and stuff like that where he was supposed to pay the mortgage or whatever. And then one time she came home and, like, they had a foreclosure notice and stuff like that. Like, Whoa. he just stopped paying. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So, so and everybody was looking at her like she was bitter and stuff like that when right. she filed for divorce when she was, like, six months pregnant or something like that and she didn't let him come to the hospital when she was having birth mm-hmm. and I was like oh that's ignorant that's foul but so dude, now this is a real life scumbag you're trash and everybody's like no he's this and that but people don't understand celebrities are real people too they're human they can yeah. be trash yeah. and I don't care how fine he is if you're doing that stuff you're trash, you're trash. so now I'm like you can't be bathed anymore he can't be bathed anymore you can't be bathed anymore that hurt We'll talk about we'll talk about it after we're done. Recording. I need a whole therapy session. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know that this is hard for you to discuss. <laughs> I know it is. It and so we're gonna get through this together. You know. That hurt. So it made me sad. F Nas. Um, yeah, all day. Because we don't do we don't do those things around here. We don't support that type of. Bullshit. Damn. And the people's um, like, why she wait so long? Like. Then I thought about it too, like his last album cover, he had the wedding dress on her. I mean, mm-hmm. like, like across his lap. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. He was making it like it was all on her. Men, mm-hmm. yeah, you know what? Nope, we're not going. We're not going. Nope. Tonight. Um, so we're like, we're we're just gonna move on. Um, Nasira, your man, Billiam, <sighs> Billiam Cosby. First of all, did you see the video of him walking out the court and he did that little goofy? What was that? I don't know, but you know the internet is undefeated. Mm -hmm. And so the memes and videos that have come out of that have me hollering. I'm just wondering what, like, what was he doing? I'm not sure what was actually happening. What the heck was he doing? But... I tell you what, it brought me a lot of that joy. That was weird. It brought me a really lot weird. of joy <laughs> to see, you know, what people came up with for that. Ooh, that was weird. Um, so, Billiam was found Billiam. guilty. <laughs> was found guilty on, <laughs> was it all of the charges? Three? three. I think it was three. It was three. Um, which, in turn, he's looking at 
30 years. 30. Um, He's about like 80 something years old. Bill should just go on ahead and die right now. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> like just, I'm not sure Wait, what it is you're waiting on. I shouldn't have laughed at that. But now would probably be a good Shut time. Shut up. To be honest with you, he probably should have went ahead and started dying, like, right around when have. the reports and stuff started yep. coming out. In fact, soon as his name <laughs> told that joke, uh, he probably should have been like, well, have he should have been that. praying for a heart attack right around that time. Because he was fake blind. Or he was fake blind for And, him. yeah. And so... Everything just went downhill from there. Bill, here's your out. Here, here is your out. Um, and then Camille stayed looking all goofy, like girl. Yeah, Camille, sis. I don't. What I what makes me angry in this whole thing is, I still have my feelings about whether or not he's guilty of everything. All of them. Yeah, I still have my feelings about that. Yeah, but the fact of the matter is, he's admitted. Right. To be, you right. know, to the, some of the stuff that he's been right. accused of. And so there's really So it's no not like he's it. off the hook. Because right. he definitely admitted to... Right. He's a creep. I mean, he is a creep. Right. All of them, I don't know. But he is a creep. But what I find problematic is when his PR people and Camille are coming <clears> out <throat> and saying stuff like, oh, it's just like Emmett Till. What? Yes. Like, no. Please. What? Please. I, I don't Please. think... I don't think that's what it is Um, because there are some significant differences between the two, starting with the fact that Emmett Till was accused by one white woman. And he didn't do anything. And he actually did not do anything. Um, Not admittedly, not like ever. He didn't do anything. And the fact that (sighs) William was accused (laughs) by a slew of women. Right. Uh, again, whether or not he actually did anything to all of them, I don't know. We'll probably never know that. Um, but the fact that he even admitted to being trash, there's no way. I mean, that's, that's disrespectful to Emmett Till. Like, why would you even compare the two? Um, and I hope, let me not say that. (laughs) but the thing that's getting on my nerves is all the posts like well when these white men start getting held accountable then (sighs) bill still gotta go to jail like he has to hold up his end of the deal because they're all trashed and i don't care who it is people are saying however it just seems like to me it comes off as well, these white people are allowed to be rapists. How come they can't? Right, right, right. And like, no, they all that need to be held accountable, him like for being a rapist, right. just because he's black. Right. Like, it's like it y'all want to not be held accountable for stuff because these white men, and they're all trans. They all need to be held accountable. Yeah. Well, we know how the system works. Yeah, it's not fair. Like, well, I want to be a rapist too because they got away with it. <laughs> that's what it, that's what it comes off to me. Not I want to be a rapist too. Like, that's how it's like <laughs> to me. Y'all keep coming out R. Kelly, but ain't nobody saying nothing about because he's a perv. Bill Cosby's a perv, okay? All Donald trash. Trump's a perv. Who they Harvey Weinstein's a perv. They're all nasty trash. and trash. And they all need to go to jail. But, I mean, we get it how... I, I get it, but, like, I don't. The only thing um, I will say is I do... I don't necessarily like the fact that he's going to spend his last days in jail, if he even goes. That's mm-hmm. why I'm saying, like, Bill, now's a good time for you to just go on ahead and... Well, he want house arrest now, ain't he? Yeah. You better go find something in that house or... You know what he I mean? better pop his own quaaludes. 
Now's a good time to drug yourself. Go ahead and pop your own playlist, player. I mean, because uh, it's not looking too good for you, player. Um, and you old, you can't go to jail, right? You know what I mean. You you can't run as fast when the when the uh, salad toss man. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Come looking for you. You can't. You can't run as fast, and so these are things that you have to consider. Um, have you practiced making a shank at home? Um, did Camille get you any spare toothbrushes to rehearse? Did y'all role play how a shanking might go? Um, I mean, there's just so many questions that come to mind with Bill Cosby and going to jail. Um, how many, like, how many dudes are plotting on Bill, like, just so they can say, I got my, right. my dick sucked by Bill Cosby. You know what I mean? Oh, man, I wasn't supposed to cuss. I'm failing at this mission, y'all. Well, you um, didn't cuss that much. You're right. You only cussed, what, like, three times? It was three times. Um, you still on one hand. You're right. <laughs> you're right. I just have so many concerns about my man Bill going to jail. Uh, but, you know, that's his problem to deal with. That's between him and the, the Lord. savior he serves. Um, him and the Lord. Yeah. You got to ask the Lord. But speaking of uh, disrespecting ancestors... How deep are we going to go on this? Because I feel like I'm stressed already and we haven't even said what we were talking about. I need some more wine. Okay, so Kanye, what's his middle name? We want to call him Lamar. Kanye. <laughs> Kanye Lamar West. Kanye Lamar West. They look like a Lamar. I think it's Omari. That is it. You're right. Kanye Lamar Omari West. <laughs> I don't know what you was talking about with I, I didn't even watch the Charlemagne thing either though because I don't care I I tried to listen to it but to be perfectly honest with you I'm so far detached from Kanye West that I really had no interest well in he's detached from everything he's so out of he touch I just um, seen the TMZ thing where he was like and slavery is a choice and blah 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 and 400 years I mean and I just feel, I'm so sick of people disrespecting their ancestors yeah dude do you know how much was going on back then first of all there was so many different languages to where the communication could have been a barrier okay there's so many things. I mean there were just so many things that kept people from just where was they going to go if they ran away like, where was they going to go? And stop acting like there weren't slave resu- results. Revolts. You know what I'm trying to say. I'm tipsy right now. Revolts, I mean. Like, there was a lot of them. Like, they weren't just totally weak. Like, what do you mean? And where he was trying to go with his message was that, like, he was trying to say that we don't have to be in mental slavery now. He just went... He just took the wrong off ramp with that statement because what he ended up doing was downplaying the struggles that our ancestors Mm -hmm. went through, um, basically implying that they were weak. And we talk about this a lot, but how people will say like, oh, I couldn't be a slave today because 
blah, blah, blah. Essentially saying, like, I don't take stuff off of people and blah, blah. First of all, there's more that went into slavery than just the physical Mm -hmm. picking of cotton Mm -hmm. and being, you know, these people were broken. Mm -hmm. Broken. That means they were broken spiritually. They were broken Mentally. mentally. All of it. They were broken physically. All of it. Now, it's actually illegal for a lot of the stuff that happened back then to happen now. So for us to even try to compare is asinine. Um, And it was just a complete slap in the face um, to those ancestors who had to endure. Mm -hmm. Um, And I won't even I won't even go as far back as slavery. Just think about honestly what our parents had to deal with growing up in terms of racism and the build up to the civil rights rights movement and all of that like getting hit with fire hoses and police dogs and and all of that there's no way it's just like that our punk ass yes that's number four generation (laughs) would be able to endure that no because i no, and it's just like if they hadn't gone through that none of us would be here you know what i mean Oh yeah, like we I know exactly what you mean. And it, it's and very- I need him to shut up. Like you're dumb. At- Ooh, you wouldn't be here to even say something stupid like that. <laughs> and I, I feel as though Kanye has made a name for himself by being almost like a a shock, like mm-hmm. almost like a, a shock jock type yep. of person. Like he says stuff. Yep. And then it gets all of us talking about it. And then he goes on ahead with his regularly scheduled programming. Mm -hmm. And he's got to learn how to say things. But but I honestly believe that he meant what he said. As much as he's tried to clean it up yep. and clarify and make these statements saying, well, this is what I meant and have other, all these other people defending him and all of that. Kanye said what he mm-hmm. said. And he, the, the scary mm-hmm. thing is, he's had time to think mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. Because we haven't heard from Kanye for in a couple years mm-hmm. at this point. He hasn't tweeted anything. He hasn't been on social media. None of it. We haven't seen Kanye. Kanye even admitted to the fact that he got liposuction he didn't because he didn't want people, talk about people him like talking Rob. about him. And so it's and like, that's the thing. Like you did all that because you didn't want nobody talking about you like they did Rob, but you want me to think that to believe that you was going to revolt against the slave master. Like you was, you're that tough. I'm just confused on who Kanye wants to be because on one hand he's all about this free thinking and I can do what mm-hmm. I want and all this other stuff. I'm me. I'm not black. I'm Kanye. That's another issue. But we're not going to go there today. Um, and so you try to put on this facade like you don't care what other people think. Mm-hmm. But this is also the same person who was crying and throwing literal hissy fits because the fashion industry wouldn't accept him. And now yep. you're admitting to the fact that you got liposuction because you, because you didn't criticism. want the public talking about you like they did Rob. So it's like, but you want us to think that you would you? get physical with somebody if you was a slave. Like, get out of here. Good night. And I'm sick of people making excuses for him. Like, I know yeah. when his mom passed and stuff like that, that was tough. But I'm sure he was crazy before. They probably had a lot of these goofy thoughts before them. And she was probably the one to keep him in check and be like, shut up. 
He's a grown man. A grown. And you need to learn how to articulate man. your thoughts better than that, especially with the platform that you have. Yes. You know what I mean? That's and that's what issue. the dude, Van, it's all about um, platform. what's his name, Van Latham Van, or whatever, mm-hmm. that's what he was trying to tell him. Like, you have too too big of a platform to be saying stuff like that. It's hurtful. A lot of your fans are not in a position that you're in. Mm-hmm. A lot of us struggle. Mm-hmm. We're not, we're, we're broke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't have that life that you, like, you're so out of touch now. Yeah. We don't have the life that you live. It's insane. We can't just get up and be like, oh, okay, I'm going to go here and buy this and whatever. We don't, we don't have that choice. And I was listening to Brilliant Idiots today. They actually had an episode where they called and talked to Van and, you know, his thoughts on the whole thing. Um, And he said that Kanye invited him out to the house, I guess, for lunch or something to continue the conversation. And Van told him no. I want to go there. You see that house? Um, He said, I can't compromise who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. And I need to make sure that my message is clear. Mm-hmm. And so he said, if I went out to that house, that would pretty much like dilute mm-hmm. what it is that he's trying to convey. I would not. And, I, and I totally respect him for that because yeah. a lot of times people will go ahead and go for the okie doke, you know, when it comes time to hang out with celebrities and all this other stuff. So I applaud Van for that. And then they're going to try to release that video of Kanye, like, give me a hug, bro. I didn't mean to hurt you. And shut up, man. Because everything just, you said, you knew what you was talking about, whatever. And you got mad because dude shut you down. And a friend of mine, shout out to Tori, he posted on uh, Facebook the other day. He said, it's possible to be a free thinker, but it's impossible to be an advocate mm-hmm. for free thinking. Mm-hmm. And that made total sense to me because you can't push an agenda or push this idea of free thinking because... You're telling people what to do. And in return, that's not free thinking. And I was like, damn, that made sense. Damn doesn't count. So I'm still at four. Um, And I was like, wow, that makes actual sense. And I, I just, I don't know. I just think people really have to be careful. And I'm not one for... Saying, you know, because you're a celebrity, you're automatically a role model. I don't believe that because like we just said, you know, these people are still human. They're going to make mistakes and all that other stuff. I just believe that you still have to be careful with your platform. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that Kanye is out here promoting Trump, I don't care what you think your hidden agenda is. The fact that you're publicly showing support for somebody who a really doesn't care about you or your people mm-hmm. um, who has proven himself as a racist, as a bigot, you're outwardly supporting this man um, all while looking down at those of us that don't. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I have a serious, serious issue with that. And so it was downhill for me after 808s and heartbreak. I was pretty much done when he married Kim now, honestly, Kanye doesn't exist to me anymore. Like, I honestly don't even want to hear his old stuff. I didn't even listen to um to that album. I think I stopped that registration. That was it. Yeah. And that, and that's that's disappointing because you can be people can declare you to be a genius mm-hmm. all they want to, but when you're spewing poison, mm-hmm. when you are, um belittling the strides of your own people and you're essentially making a mockery 
of everything that people thought you stood for, then it's like, nope, I have nothing else for you. Mm -hmm. I have nothing else for you. And to show how money talks, people have been campaigning for Adidas to drop him, and they won't. Now, I can't... I feel like if it had been anybody else, they probably would have got dropped. Yeah. But because it's But Kanye, because he's saying that, too. Yeah. You know, the stuff that he's saying, they're not dropping him. I mean, Donald Trump on here talking, you know, praising him for the Talking about some thank you and, you know, can basically saying Kanye has increased mm-hmm. his popularity with the black community. Mm-hmm. No. Maybe. Both of y'all, you and Kanye can go to hell. And he always up it. here bringing up... Jay and Beyonce, how he's hurt that he didn't come. I wouldn't be bothered with you either. Nope. Sure I mean, wouldn't. you act a fool. There's no way in the world I would come sure anywhere. Wouldn't. And I'm sorry. There's no back. And I you know what else somebody else posted? They said, so you're talking about what you would have done in slave days, but yet you did nothing when your wife got robbed. I said, oh, well, hello. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, Hello. You know. I don't know. Folks gotta chill, he is all to, I'm gonna say. People gotta chill. And then those of you that are sitting out here agreeing with supporting him. this man and I mean, I get y'all, what he's y'all just not deep. And yeah, I get what he's, he's saying. He's ahead of Shut his up. time and he's he's out thinking y'all. Shut up. Well, he's just gonna have to out think me because they I'm ain't doing that either. They be out work doing whatever um, they need to do too. You want you gonna revolt against your boss? Because you and your little call center job, I bet you you won't even wake up tomorrow morning yeah, and quit. Now. now will you? Now fight me. So I'm sick of everybody. Um, Kanye is 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 done. He's dead. I'm to tired me. of everybody. I really and am. so there's that. I'm hurt that everybody's just like done. What's wrong with done everybody? Done. Everybody's trash. Folks been really. Ha- you didn't see uh, Infinity War yet? Did no, you? nope. I'm gonna try to go tomorrow. <sighs> I might try to go tomorrow. Okay. We'll discuss after you go see. Yeah, I watched Black Panther again today, though. I do want. I'm in the mood for Black Panther. I, I need some today. some Wakanda forever in my yep, life. I did. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's I'm where we are. <laughs> I'm still mad at Nas. I'm gonna beat him up. I mean, just send him an angry text. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Tell him to come over. Then he won't talk about it. Then he won't post his old ass picture of him and his oh, this old picture of him and his son talking about. Peace and love, or something like that. This is what it's all about. She said you don't see your son, but you gonna, you know what? And that's not much different from these. You know what? No, you gonna post this old picture of your son from when he was like four years old, or something like that, trying to prove something. That that's not proving anything because the picture's old. I don't need folks. That just made me mad. I I was like, oh my god, my boo is really an f boy right now. Mm -hmm. It pissed me off. Mm -hmm. That pissed me off. I could so, see that. Though. I really could see all that happen. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. All that fineness is trash. It's gone to waste. <laughs> gone. All that, all that woke waste. conscious stuff is trash. Trash. Mm-mm-mm. Damn you, trash. But anywho, um, that's all we have. I think that's all we got. Okay. You know, word to Sierra and Tia for stopping through and yes, that was great. Giving Shout us out the, to them. the perspective of the young people. Yes. That sounds so weird. That was, because really, that was really good. That makes me feel old. But... Tia makes me feel old. I had her an upper bound. Oh, I miss my baby. Word to them. Uh, but yeah, so thanks for tuning in. Oh, real quick. Oh, wait, what we forget? Shout out 
to my big brother button. Buttons. It is the boy Buddy B's birthday. Shout out to Buttons. Enjoy your uh your day, bro. He's sure. like he's really like my second dad. <laughs> I commented on his post. He gonna say I don't care just because it's my birthday don't mean I won't smack somebody trying to get at you. What? I was like, huh? How do we he's, even get here? Where is my dad? It's weird. But happy birthday, bro. Love you. Happy birthday, <laughs> buttons. <laughs> Cracks me up. <laughs> oh Lord, he's a mess. Um, but yeah, oh, I, I think that's any it. Shout outs. Anything else going on? Any shout outs? Do we have any shout outs? Um, we will share the websites no. for um, Tia and Sierra, so y'all can check them out. Right. Other than that, I don't think I have anything. I probably remember after we're done recording. That's okay. Oh, uh, remember um, a while back I had shouted out the girl Timony mm-hmm. with her art. Mm-hmm. She'll be here in town, I think, on the twenty third, showcasing her her stuff. I gotta get there for Ooh, before. do we have time to squeeze her in for a show? We might. I'm gonna ask her. She'll be here on the twenty third for that. Let's do that. I ask her. Okay. Yep. I'll send her a message. Okay, friends. Well, we are going to go. That is all we have for you today. Thank you for joining us, Thank guys. Thank you for listening to the Yams Podcast. It is your girl, AC. And Shabbos. And we will catch you all for episode 17. I can't stand you. You all have a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful weekend. Be blessed. Be blessed. Peace out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>